we gotta stop killing things off here. Right? Right? butterflies though so this came across my like microsoft bing at work and it was bing. Like, yeah <laughs> it was like um by the way we just want to let you know that monarch butterflies are now an endangered species and i was like again yes uh, and i was like i thought we were doing good what happened i know i remember in middle school we did like this whole project on monarch butterflies and I thought they were so cool, but I was like, oh my gosh, they're endangered. Yep. And then, and they, then we did so much. They, and we came, like, they came out of it, and now they're endangered again. Did I, they say why? I, Is the, it the flowers again? I like, don't know. Not able to pollinate? I don't, I don't I wish the article went more in depth, but it was just like, oh, researcher so-and-so said monarch butterflies, and it was like a huge, like, two-paragraph thing from them, and it didn't say why, it just said, like, they're It's like one of those articles that's, like, two a two-minute read. Yeah. Just enough, because it's on your homepage. Yeah, just enough to, like, rope you in and then be done. Like, yeah. that's it. Okay. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't, so. oh, man, we gotta stop killing things off here. Right? Right? There's an, there was something else that I found out that's now extinct, some sort of fish, some sort of, like, Japanese fish that's, like, in the, the oceans off the, the Japanese coast. I don't, I don't I know what the fish surpri- is. I don't, but, it like, doesn't it's matter. Now it's I wouldn't extinct. be surprised. It was kind of weird looking, but, like, I was like, oh, is that one of those ones that swims, like, way down in the deep, like, nowhere near me? Because that would be cool. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just, like... We as humans just <laughs> do need, better. We need to stop. We need to do better. Take a breath. Figure out what we're actually trying to do here because we're single-handedly, like, taking out a lot of things. Yeah. I ha- It's funny that, like, I also, I put this, like, pre-talk in before I had any anything come up at work and then everybody's like all of a sudden one lunch we just start talking about like environmentalism and like climate change and this and that and I was like yeah um I mean mother earth is gonna fluctuate like this rainforest is dying but like this one is like overpopulated and then you know the the ice caps are melting but this ice cap is freezing like yeah and honestly if mother earth wanted to fucking kill us it will Mm-hmm. We are a parasite, and it will demolish us if it fucking wants to. Very easily. And it will survive. And be okay. Yep. And I think we're taking that for granted. Yep. We're being really fucking stupid. But, I will try to find some links to put in the description how we can help the monarch butterflies. Yeah, I remember they used to be attracted to certain, like, flowers. flowers yeah. So that if you put those in your garden... They would... They would come and attract yeah. more, and then it gives that safe space so that they can procreate. Yep. So, I'll find a few links, put it in the description, so... They're just so pretty. Like, it's they the orange are. and black ones. Oh, they're so beautiful. They're not just orange, though. They can be, like, yellow and, like, red. Like, it's, like, the fire colors. Like, that's what I think of for, like, monarch butterflies. Because I've yes. seen, like, yellow ones, and I'm like, oh, I just remember. Are y'all babies? That's cool. I know they come in different colors, but I just remember so strongly it was orange and black. That was, like, the big ones. We had, 
we all drew monarch mm-hmm. butterflies and put them around the classroom. We just have like a full garden yeah. of butterflies. We even raised a few. That yeah. was like one of our fun tasks. That's one of the reasons why I like going to Disney during like the garden festival because like they have an entire butterfly garden in like one of the yeah in, in Epcot and it's so cool you get to walk through and like they just there's like a whole bunch of them in like the house they have like two little houses that have them all like there they're all waiting to hatch and then you have a whole bunch of them just like flying around and I'm like that's so cool it's like my favorite part of going that's so pretty I yeah. actually don't see a lot anymore do you remember like cuz do you remember a few years ago I think it's at least five plus now that we had a bunch of caterpillars in the oh, trees, and I know there's God, a lot of like yeah. moths and stuff because caterpillars can be moth moths and butterflies and other yeah. things. But I never really see any caterpillars. I saw like one butterfly out when I was walking the other day. Like I'm just not around as much anymore. No. I saw a caterpillar and I was like, "Look, a cute little caterpillar!" Like we we're we killed off that stuff from pesticides and yeah. trees and like yeah. really trying to eradicate them from our yards. But at the same time, did we do damage? We definitely did damage, and I mean. I can, like, but then here's the, here's the, like, offset of that is those particular, like, caterpillars that we were trying to get rid of were also killing trees because they would eat the, they would fest, they would, they would fester and eat an entire tree. So, like, what are we doing? Like, do we save the trees or do we save the animals? gonna be a happy medium somewhere yeah like i feel like we're over calculating this well i think it's the repeated use of those same pesticides like i think it by letting it go and letting mother nature do her thing she's been fine for a lot of years without us like i don't know why we think we need to put our hand in it just because we think it's gross or we don't want to have to worry about a tree falling on our house or whatever let mother nature do her thing she will eradicate um if we would have let those caterpillars eat that tree i guarantee you that tree would have started producing some sort of poison for that caterpillar that it when it ate it it was done yeah and honestly most likely we probably brought over whatever invasive species was there so fair (laughs) okay now that we got a little climate changey here tell me about your week darling oh it was so busy (laughs) For once, she's got way more to talk about than I do this week. I know. I literally was like, wow, I have, like, a full week ahead of me. (laughs) Um, But I had just a lot of plans this week, so I went out to dinner with some family. Um, Thursday, I I went to the weekend concert. Oh, my gosh. All by herself? I so badly (laughs) wanted to chicken out. (laughs) She was, like, this fucking close. So, if you don't know, or, I mean, I've said it enough times, I'm an introvert, um, but I've always been to a concert with, like, either my mom or, like, a friend or, you know, anyone. I've never gone by myself, and I think it was a few months ago now. It was around Christmas. Oh, no, it's Halloween. I'm sorry. It's Halloween. I really wanted to go to the Ash Nico concert, but it was in Boston, and... I was like, I don't want to go to Boston. And then I go to Boston by myself. Like, that's just so much. I always get nervous when I'm driving to new places. And so I was really upset by that. And I actually made a list of myself for myself about how to get over, like, going places by myself and being able to get to a concert the next time she's here. So, hence the weekend. <laughs> I, so I was like, oh my gosh, I love the weekend. Like, yes, perfection. So I ordered myself a ticket. I I originally asked somebody to go with me, um, but they ended up canceling. So I bought myself a really good, really close upfront ticket, <laughs> and I 
really did want to chicken out. I, last uh, last recording session for us, I got an email and it was like, oh, if you want to sell your ticket, and I was like, wow, they must really know I want to like chicken out. <laughs> yep, I want to bail, but I didn't. I talked the crap out of myself. I was like, we're gonna do this. This isn't any different than other things. I took it step by step. I was like, we're gonna go find parking, and then we're gonna go to the entrance, and then we're gonna find security, and then we're gonna go through, and like, I did it. I freaking did it, and I had a great-ass time, and that was without, there was one opener. It was supposed to be Doja Cat, but obviously with her vocal issues, she was not there, and so there was this EDM-type... More my type of music. Yeah, I was, like, still vibing, but the weekend went on at 9, and I was there, and then I had a fucking grand old time, and then, honestly, the worst part was the traffic leaving. It always is. It always is. Yes, but I had never experienced it as a driver because I was always always a passenger passenger. and, like, I didn't have to worry about it. And I was just, like, sitting there. And I I was, like, I was right where everyone was crossing the street. Like, you should have seen the amount of people. Like, we all mass exodus, like, out of this place. And everyone was, like, this is just a bunch of zombies. Like, we're all going the same place. So I crossed the street and my car was right there where everyone was, like, just entering to get to the parking lot. And this lady... She did such a good job. She's, I'm sure she's great at her job. But she yelled at me because <laughs> I wasn't leaving. And I was like, my phone is done. Like, it literally had, like, 5%. You're like, I'm trying to give it a little bit more so I can get the fuck out of here. I, I know like, where I'm going. Yeah, I, I just stuck in the traffic twice. <laughs> I need GPS so I can go where I need to go. And then I was waiting because there's just a bunch of people... Plus, their little, like, go-kart-looking thing was, like, right behind my car. So, like, where the fuck am I supposed to go, lady? Yeah, so I ended up getting yelled at by the lady to leave, but then I got there, and I just sat in line for, like, another hour. Yep. (laughs) And then I I took back roads home. I took a nice drive, and that was was good, too. It was literally just leaving, and I was, like, I, I walked away from that experience being, like, why am I not doing this more? This is, this was so good. I felt great. Like, I had such a fun time by myself. I was, like... Maybe I won't have a good time by myself. No, no, I fucking did. I enjoyed myself <laughs> a lot. So we'll definitely be doing again. I would love to see the weekend again and get an even closer see because, man, was this fucking epic. He is a performer and just damn fucking good at it. So I will be going more and more and doing more and more things like that. So there's my first uncomfortable task of the month. <laughs> Woo-woo! <laughs> and it's almost the end of July, so... August is right around the corner. Yeah, maybe you guys can drop some suggestions as to what I should be doing next. I'm going to challenge you to take one of your Friday night sushi nights and enjoy it at the bar with a drink. Oh, I haven't gone to the bar by myself in quite a while. Yeah. It's something I do for myself like once a month that like I just go to this Mediterranean place near my house and it's a beautiful garden. I get myself a martini on like a Monday or a Friday afternoon or a margarita. I get myself a little hummus plate. It's got some hummus, pita chips, some veggies. And I just sit there and I read a book. My phone stays in the fucking car and I just fully immerse myself. I have a lovely conversation usually with the waitress or waiter and then I there are other people and they're like oh my god you're alone I'm like yeah that, that was what was funny though because like the concert for me felt so different and foreign but people were comparing it to like going to the movie theaters by themselves or going out to dinner by themselves and I was like but I like that I can do that that's no problem like I can go see a movie by myself and be totally fine yeah like give me some popcorn let's go but, like, something about the concert felt it's so, so different. It is different. And I, that's why, like, you can't compare, like, going out to dinner to going to a concert. Like, 
going to dinner, I get to pull in a parking lot, find a parking spot, go inside, maybe wait five, ten minutes, and then I get a seat. Like, or I get to sit at the bar. But going to a concert is like, I have to get there early. I have to find out where the entrance is, especially if it's a venue you've never been to. Yep, like, I couldn't get go my through, bag. Yeah, you go, you, I tried to I thought warn you. I, I thought my bag, I had like this little fanny pack, just enough, like cross body, and they're like, nope. And I was like, oh, thankfully you told me before I was like too far from my car, but like, I was worried about that. Yep. When my phone was dying, I thought I wasn't going to be able to find my way out of Patriot's Place. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> where am I going? <laughs> But I got out by myself. I followed a lot of people, which was helpful. But, like, even that, I kind of started comparing concerts to an amusement park. And I yeah, was like, I would totally go to an amusement park by myself. That's like, I've done that. Close. They're similar. I yeah. still have to wait in line, get a ticket, like... Go through security. Yeah. Yeah, so I look forward to the more uncomfortable things that I am going to be doing going forward, so... Good. Yay me! Yay you! <laughs> All right, welcome back to Table Talks with me, and my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, Sunflowers. So this week, we've got a different kind of episode. We're actually recording at Alyssa's um, for the first time because, The closet honestly, is hot. It, we're experiencing a nice little, like, probably two to three week heat wave, and it's, like, above 90 almost every single day. And I live in a second-story apartment with really high ceilings, and that bitch is struggling to keep cool. Uh, we have, like, five ACs running right now, and it is just... My house is barely getting below 75 degrees at night. So, like, during the day, my house is at, like, 82 degrees. It is just not conducive for recording in a very hot closet. So, we decided Alyssa's was a much better option today. So, hopefully, this goes well. According to our lovely sound waves, it sounds like you guys can hear us. So, that's a plus. Yeah, I will <laughs> disclaimer that I do have a cat. Yes. So, you may hear cat noises because <laughs> she just wants to be around us. So. Yeah. If you hear that, you hear a meow every now and then, just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm not going to cut it out because who doesn't love a nice little, like, meow in the middle of an episode? It's lovely. Um, I listened to this episode, Money, uh, this podcast, Money with Katie. She's also got a cat that literally will, like, jump up on her desk, like, dance across her, like, thing. Like, all, like, it's so funny to hear. And, like, they put little bloopers in the middle as, like, an ad for, like, Money with Katie. So there's the, it's, like, their own ad, but it's all of, it's, like, the cat noises and, like, oh, get down no you can't be up here right now and i'm like oh my god i'm like if we ever recorded Alyssa's, that would be what we would probably deal with that is definitely katara she wants to be around you all the time yeah yeah and in the most worst circumstances like i would be on a meeting at work when i was remote and like she would just want to jump up and like sit right in my arms and i'm like but i need to type they're like i love you but like i have to take meeting notes yeah, it's funny. We had a meeting once where we just like a few of us had pets and we were all just like holding them all at one point because <laughs> they just wanted to be there. It was just like, "You're home." Well, like, hold me. <laughs> yeah, like, "Oh my god, this is new." I would assume it's probably like right at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So, what are we talking about this week? Keeping it spicy. Oh, spicy. What kind of spicy we talking about? All the fun kind. Uh, we're going to include Kama Sutra, fetishes, and kinks. Beautiful. Little different things that can help spice up your sex life. Hell Try yeah. something new. Again, this is going to be, this is the last episode yeah. of our sex series. It definitely so. is. So for our, um, any of my family that's listening, don't worry. Skip to the next one. It's, a, it's not <laughs> sexual. <laughs> I mean, we don't know with you. <laughs> this is also true. This is also true. Um, but before that, we got to do our 
emotion, emotion of, of the, the week. week. All right, what's our emotion of the week? Okay, I picked intimate. Ooh, I think it's it right fits on. the vibe. Yeah, right on part. Sorry, guys, that was my watch just randomly coming into. We thought we were going to have a cat problem. No, we got a watch problem. So, anyway, our emotion of the week is intimate. And it means a very personal, private, or suggesting closeness or warmth. Mm. So, my struggle here was to try to find us an example sentence because. I usually use intimate in other forms, like an intimate gathering, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a really intimate topic. Yeah. Or I want to be intimate with you. Yeah. But Never in a sense of, like, I feel. Yeah, I was like, what's an I feel statement that I can relate to this? So do you have maybe, like, a better definition or how to use it in an example sentence that might work for us? Well, I think something that, like, a way, another way to, like, describe intimate is, like, having a passionate, deeper connection with someone that goes outside of any other connections that you have. It's got to be just kind of like, it's usually like with one person or like a few people you have like that intimate relationship with. Okay. Um, So like we talked about like lack of intimacy and celibacy in that episode. Yeah. Um, So we could be like, you know, I feel. Yeah, so for me, I'd be like, I feel intimate with you when you brush my hair. Or I feel intimate with you when we shower together. Mm. Or I feel intimate with you when you read a book to me. Like, those are things that, like, make me personally feel intimate with, you know, my spouse. Yeah. That makes sense. I think I tend to use just, like, I feel closer to you when... Yeah, yeah. I, I think this I, is this is perfect though. It's expanding our vocabulary. It's it not is. like a I feel closer. It's a I feel more intimate with you when we're able to connect this way, or when you do this for me, or when I do this for you. Like those are moments that make me feel more intimate with you. Yeah, I think you could also use it as it's like other definitions, which is like when you said X it felt like a very intimate topic and you said it in public. Like, you can use it in other forms. Honestly, though, since we've been doing emotions of the week, I feel like I've been using these words more. Oh, my God. Not only, like, these words, but, like, this week, in order to, like, send a few emails, I was like, how can I spice up, like, good morning? And I'm like... Good morrow. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like using like weird intros, sign offs. Like my sign off to Alyssa this week was happy hump day because it was Wednesday when I sent her like an email and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. It's so much fun. Like it is spicing it up and like just giving a little more than the normal. Like how many times do you get an email that says regards, best, much appreciated, sincerely, like thanks, thank you. Like, ugh. So boring. I've actually spice it up. I've noticed that we've been just adding more words to our vocabulary, even when we're talking. Like I'll be listening yeah. back to these episodes, and I'm like, "Wow, we good word. Oh, good, good word. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm loving these like emotions of the week because I think it's bringing the awareness of how much I don't use so many other words that describe things in such a better way than just like, oh, I'm tired. It's like, no, I'm emotionally drained, or oh, I'm physically drained, or oh, like. I'm physically exhausted. Like, just that that small expansion gives even somebody who asks you, like, how are you? It's like, oh, I'm emotionally drained. They're like, oh, do I have, like, it makes them immediately go, do I have space for this? Do I want to talk about this subject? Like, oh, well, th- well, that sucks. I hope you can get some rest soon. Like, and it's like, emotional, emotional rest? No, like, it doesn't exactly work like that. <laughs> I will say the only thing where I would love to show some more improvement in is 
still in my workday conversations because it just doesn't feel viable to throw in a different emotion or adjective yeah. instead of good. Because it, it's just a short interaction. Yeah. That it's like, oh, how are you? Oh, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I would love to expand that. So yes. we're going to be working on that in the next few weeks. Yeah, me too. Like somebody was like, uh, I think it was like Tuesday, somebody asked me, oh, how are you? I was like, I'm fantastic. And they were like, well, you're awful chipper. awake. And I was like, <laughs> the better word would have been chipper. But it's fine. I'll take awake. And I was like, yes, actually I am. But I've also been here for like three hours and you're just rolling in the door. Like <laughs> there's a difference. We are not the same. So, all right, so keeping it spicy, what's our first one? We're going to go over, what, Kama Sutra first? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think this is going to be, like, an overview, because yeah. Kama Sutra is a huge... Topic. Topic, it's a whole book. Yeah. Um, I think that there's been changes and updates to it as well. Um, so, I'm just going to give you, like, the general yeah. synopsis. Okay. But, so, Kama Sutra came and it was established with a book in 1883. Yeah, that so, was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that, it is ago. super cool, but, like, the text is also very outdated because it, it talks a lot about, like, finding a wife and how to please, or how to Acqui- date the, aqu- oh, it's a choir. Like acquiring the right woman. And, like, the duties of the household. Yeah. And, like, I think that both of us want to explore and maybe read more about yeah. it before we talk about it fully. Absolutely. But I wanted to include it in this topic because it is something that can help keep it spicy. So I want to say first that Kama Sutra, if you think about that word, like, immediately a lot of people will go, oh, look, like, different types of sex positions. And it's like, no, oh, my God, it's so much more than that. I hate when people just are like, oh, we're just going to have, we just did Kama Sutra. And I'm like, but did you really? But did you? Was it a one-night stand? Is this a Friends (laughs) with Benefits? Then, okay, you didn't do Kama Sutra. Like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) That drives me crazy when I hear shit like that. Yeah, Kama Sutra is much more than that. Um, while most articles, if you look up Kama Sutra, will be like, oh, nine different sex positions. Yeah. Like, it's more than that. So, Kama Sutra is an ancient Indian Sanskrit text on sexuality, eroticism, and emotional fulfillment in life. Yeah. So, it is an all-around, like, It's about lifestyle. your life. Yeah, and it, it, it's like a life practice. It's not just simply, like oh, let's have sex, or, like, let's try this position. Like, there's reasons why you are doing those positions for deeper intimacy and better connection and more passion. Like, that's the point of this, is to find those things, not just in the bedroom, but also, like, in your relationship outside of sex and then in outside of your relationship in yourselves. Like, that's really, like, the whole encompassing of, like, Kama Sutra and gets such a bad name with mainstream media and people just think it's, oh, it's a bunch of sex positions. And it's like, well, yes, but, like, you have to do all these other things first before you get to those sex positions to really understand it. Yeah, I think Wikipedia said it best, so I'm going to quote them. Um, The Kama Sutra is neither exclusively nor predominantly a sex manual on sex positions, but rather was written as a guide to the art of living well, the nature of love, finding a life partner, Maintaining one's love life and other aspects pertaining to pleasure-oriented faculties of human life. I think that that really encompasses everything that Kama Sutra is meant to be. Yeah. Yes. And if you look, just 
check the Wikipedia page out if you don't know and you want a little bit more. But, like, they list a bunch of the different topics, and it really goes in-depth about all of these different... all these years later, we'd be using Wikipedia as our sources after getting yelled at for so many years in college and high school, not allowed to use them. But, like, I always used Wikipedia in a way that was like, oh, use this, and then I go to the very bottom and I look at all the resources, and I go to those resources. So if you really want, like, in-depth reading, go to those resources. I bet those resources have way more for you than just the Wikipedia page, too. If it's something you really want to get into. Yeah, buy the book. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. But take it with a grain of salt, because remember, we're, we're living in, in the 21st century. This was written in the 19th century. It's like 200 years old. Like, please keep that in mind. Like, bring the text up to date for what works best for you and your lifestyle right now and what you hope to accomplish by the end of this life. Yeah, I think, like, the ultimate goal is, like you said, like, the connectivity, that emotional well-being between you, your relationship, your life in general, and really just enjoying human life as a whole. Yes, absolutely. All right. I would love to get into fetishes and kinks. Hey, let's do it. (laughs) So, do you know the difference? Like, do you think that fetishes and kinks are the same? Yeah. I do. I don't, I just, I've always been like, oh, it's like, they're like, it's like a group. It's fetishes and kinks. Like, you know I think what I mean? that, uh, they're often grouped together. Yeah. Um, but people often misinterpret what each are or they overlap the definitions. Um, so there is a specific definition between <laughs> fetish and kink. So what is that difference? So a kink is a sexual preference. Okay. Whereas a fetish is a sexual need. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So they actually do have a difference. They're not just two different words meaning the same thing. Wait, wait. Say it again. So fetish is what? A fetish is a sexual need. Okay, need. Whereas a kink is a sexual preference. So preference versus Mm, need. Interesting. Okay. I think I have a lot. I think I have more kinks than I feel like I've got fetishes. I would agree yeah. myself. Um, but so with a kink being a sexual preference, it's not necessary to achieve orgasm. Yeah. Um, and it can be where you're particularly aroused by a particular sex act, a geographical location, or a sexual dynamic. Um, fetishes, on the other hand, are required to achieve like arousal or orgasm. Um, and you can be particularly aroused by a certain object or mm. material or non-genital body part. Mm. So when you think, I, when mm. I think about fetishes, I, feet is the easiest one yeah. for me. Yeah. So a foot fetish, you would need feet for your arousal and like ultimate orgasm. Right, right. So both, I think, are going to vary depending on your personal preference. Mm. So... When we think about fetishes and kinks, and I think that's where they overlap, is that it is something outside of the sexual norm. So whatever you put outside of the norm sexually, for you, for you right. outside of the box, right. would be a fetish or a kink. So someone who's not used to anal yeah. as a normal, regular part of, their... part of sex right. might think that they have a kink for anal, right? but like someone else would be like, like oh that's like my regular yeah Tuesday. like oh yeah it's, it's just another day of the week we have some anal like it's fine like and i think the other thing goes for like too like blowjobs like not everybody likes giving blowjobs so like they're like that's a norm for me baby like and that shit is arousal to the key like to the top key that is arousal thank you very much um but that's not the norm for everybody like not 
not everybody gives blowjobs, and I I don't understand it. I wish I could, but like, why don't you give a blowjob? It, it's a two for one. Some people don't like it. I know. Some people don't find it arousing, and yeah. that's where it's gonna like I said, it's gonna vary depending on the person. Yeah, and so. I think we have So make sure that you don't stick everybody in a fucking box, okay, guys? Like, it's not about the box. Everyone's normal is probably circle with a lot of other connecting circles. <laughs> Venn diagram that shit. Yeah, right? Like, seriously. Not everybody's normal is normal, okay? <laughs> so I think to kind of help with some examples would be some common kinks and fetishes. So, for common kinks, uh, we have things like role-playing, edging, which is Mm -hmm. orgasm control, so you really get your partner close and up and personal to that O, and then taking it away from them, (laughs) just to give it all over again. Um, You know, maybe it's like public sex, or uh, BDSM, which Mm. if you don't know what BDSM is, it's bondage, dominance and submission, and sadomasochism. Um, That's a big word for kind of just saying that you really like to be either like hurt or humiliated mm-hmm. and you would find enjoyment and pleasure in it yep um so those are all sexual preferences mm. so you you may want it you might like to have it in the bedroom but it's not a need it doesn't, right it's not a requirement yeah to get you to that point whereas fetishes some common ones maybe are feet mm. um latex balloons uh, high heels and uniforms, or even, like, leather. Mm-hmm. There's all different types, um, but these are going to be a need in the bedroom. So high heels have to be present in the bedroom for you to get aroused. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, it doesn't mean that you can't. Yeah. You, it doesn't mean that you can't have sex. It just means that there might be... I liked the term that they used in this article. It's erotic superchargers. Oh. So what it means is, like, you may have sex without your fetishes, but when you have that fetish present, it just really takes it to a whole nother level, and you're able to really, like, get off to the best of your abilities. Yeah. (laughs) I love that word. Erotic supercharged. Mm. Mm -hmm. We're going to use that more often. Erotic supercharger. That's a fucking good word. That should be a dildo or a vibrator should be called erotic supercharger. (laughs) Bitch, that's our next venture. (laughs) Fuck fuck the refill store. Let's do vibrators. (laughs) We're apparently now opening a sex store. No, not even a sex store. We're just going to make a new vibrator. Right? (laughs) Are we? Uh, no, but it's a good it's a good business idea. <laughs> and call them erotic superchargers. Yeah, they're like fuck cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Gotta get them warmed up first. Women gotta, are like diesel. Gotta they gotta be my warm. Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Hold on, <laughs> my, my Dodge Rams on the bedside table. <laughs> Can you get the cougar that's over there? Thanks. Can you get the jaguar? I love it. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I bet men would be more into sex toys and using them on their partners. Maybe. Only if it makes, like, the noises. Like a car dog. Stop. No. That's too far. No. Too far. I don't, I feel like I, the guys that I know around me really like car noises. They're always just, like, imitating the car noises. <laughs> I can't. It's terrible. But I dated a lot of car guys. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. 
Anyway. Next thing on the uh, fetishes and kinks list. <laughs> Let me collect myself. <sighs> All right. So now that we've discussed vibrators and how to go about naming them, what are some other, like, do you have any tips or tricks or ways to figure out what what's your fetish versus what's your kink? I have to put the tips. I think there's some that we already know, which yeah. is, like, really having that open discussion with your partner. Because we're talking about that this is very personal definition of what is outside of the norm in the sexual realm, you have to talk to your partner and, and make sure that, that you guys are lining up and, like, oh, is this a kink for you? Is this a fetish? identifying how it makes you feel when certain things are being used in in the bedroom um so having that open dialogue and identifying if you have one Mm. so if you don't know and you want to identify do research educate yourself um take a bdsm test i actually found one in this article i will link it in the show notes hell yeah i plan on taking it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm i'm very curious because we also already did our erotic blueprint so i wonder how that's gonna play out into what our like erotic blueprint is yeah maybe it'll say i don't even have a bdsm like kink i don't know but we'll find out maybe because you're just open to trying it all so it doesn't like there's not a specific like you don't have like a specific kink so you're just like oh i'll try everything once but like it may not be happening again (laughs) like exactly yeah Uh, you know doing like one of our last episodes creating a will want won't list or a Mm. yes no maybe list yes i do like this or i i don't want that present maybe it's okay like using lists to really help you find out what you're interested in um, and also, like, visiting communities and, and spaces of the Fetish and Kink community, whether that's a forum online or mm-hmm. they have, like, clubs and spaces where people gather and just enjoy their own kinks and fetishes. Yeah. And I think another way to explore it, too, best is kink talk. Like, that's just another... It's it's a visual forum versus, like, a, you know, actual, like, written forum. That's another place to explore. You could probably just search kink talk and you will have kink a whole talk's bunch... got a huge community. Yeah, they have a huge community and people are so open to, like, discussing it and, and talking about how they got to where they are or why they choose to do the things that they do, why they enjoy it, or what are, what are the precautions that they take and safety measures. And there's so much information in that realm that is just very, they just have so much knowledge. It's amazing. Yeah. I think it's an, again, it's a very safe space to really discuss it, but I think you brought up a great point is safety. Mm. You know, with these certain kinks and fetishes, there are certain things that are involved Um, you know, if you did have a latex fetish and you wanted to wear either a latex suit or be, I've seen it where they get, um, like vacuum sucked into, yes, vacuum sealed into into like a balloon or latex and like there has to be safety measures and and safe words involved so that you don't, um, suffocate or have a problem. Yeah. So, you know, you can talk to somebody about that and ask questions and really just find answers on to maybe what's something you're interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you wanted to identify which, if you have a kink or a fetish, you can ask yourself questions like, is what I'm aroused by a thing or an action? Mm, okay. Because remember, something like a thing, an object, or a material is mostly more going to be, like, on the fetish scale. Mm, okay. Um, where action is going to be on the kink scale. Do I need it to be present to experience arousal? 
a fetish is based off of needing something right. present for arousal. So if you find yourself being like, well, I do need that, I do need sex toys present. Yeah. Then you might have more of a fetish. Right. Um, can I enjoy solo sex or masturbation without this being present? So those are some good starter questions to yeah. get you to identify, okay, I do have one, What? which one is it? Yeah. And the, ultimately, you can be into both. So, yeah. understanding that you might like a little bit of both. You might yeah. like some feet. You might, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like a little BDSM in the bedroom as well. So, yeah. it's all different, and it's really personal to you. Yeah, and I think that's something that we really, like, society makes us think that we need to do things this way, or we need to have all of this, like, we need to ha- be having all the sex in, in all these different ways, and we need to be doing all these things in the bedroom, and it's like you know what, sometimes missionary is just good enough. Like, don't try to stress yourself out about, like, oh, I have to... Because I I think there was an article I read, and it was talking about how stressful it can be to have sex in the bedroom because it is, like, a performance. It is an act that you're you're doing. And if your head's not in that right space, you're not going to perform well. So, like, if you think that you're supposed to be keeping up with society standards and you're not, that's going to cause you to have, like thoughts around your sex life and, and and feel a certain way and don't do that to yourself because society has no idea what it's like to have fucking sex <laughs> like society's standard of sex has no idea what it's like to actually have sex i think it's also hard because we use the word kink or kinky pretty often when yeah. we talk about i mean about... there's a liquor brand called kinky yeah. like and and that can mean varying differences between two people and like what you might find kinky is like not kinky to someone at all and so like that's told you (laughs) come on katara come on baby (laughs) i don't know if you guys can hear that but katara has entered the building she wants to talk about (laughs) (laughs) she's like oh kinks i'm here for that (laughs) The only thing kinky about you is your short tail. <laughs> uh, but, what was I saying? Someone, like, someone's normal. Like, kinky is such, like, a, like... General term. Yeah, and people use it in such a different way than, like, how it's actually defined. Um, like, kinky, like you said, is... It's it's an alcohol brand, but it's also, like, what, like you said, what someone thinks is kinky may not be kinky to somebody else. Yeah, like, and like I may, I just might like sucking dick, but someone else finds that kinky. Like, that's a perfect example. Or like you gave the anal example earlier, like, oh, that's someone's kink or fetish versus like, oh, this that's just like a normal Tuesday in my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like I think we talk about kinky and, and people tend to assume um, like BDSM stuff mm-hmm. because it's it's becoming more and more like commonplace to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's more along the lines of people just trying to open the community space yes. to have that safe space. Just like everything else, trying to like really create that safe space to be able to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. But like BDSM is one of the ones that comes up. But if that's not what you find kinky, right? Then that's okay, and, yeah. and you can enjoy dress missionary, and you don't have to have any kinks or fetishes. No, you don't have to be kinky or, or have a fetish to enjoy having sex. No, absolutely, I it's love that. I know we that talk- might be our quote of the fucking week right there. I know we talk about keeping it spicy and like th- right. it's some th- some things if you do want to try to add into your relationship, you can. 
Katara's got a, feet, a foot fetish, she's honestly. She's sniffing uh, my uh, feet right now. She's got a foot and a shoe fetish. She really likes smelling people's feet. <laughs> I just happened to turn around because I was like, my foot is getting tickled. What is happening? And then Katara's over here sniffing my feet, so... Yeah, she, she shoves her head full into your shoes. Though. Yeah, I saw her do that earlier out there, and I was like, oh, okay. Enjoy. <laughs> um, but, you know, we talk about it being spicy, mm. but you don't have to. You can still have spicy sex, and, and you, like you said, enjoy missionary. Enjoy, yeah. like, some doggy and, and, like, just cuddling, yeah. and that can be kinky to you. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be this... Oh, nine different sex positions to get spicy with your partner, as, like, Cosmopolitan probably put out, like, a, an article. Like, they <laughs> definitely did. Like, I'm, like, by a list More than one. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we don't have to keep... Things don't always have to be as spicy as, you know, our media tells us it has to be. Because that can that can portray a lot of problems in the relationship itself if you think you're supposed to be doing something but you're not enjoying it. Like... Yeah, I think you don't have, do that to yourself. I think you have the other end where like the social media aspect will portray some kinks and fetishes as like a weird or odd thing. Yeah, I remember very vividly the TLC show. <laughs> like, oh yeah, um, you know people that are um, married attracted to their cars. To, or, yeah, attracted yeah. to having like balloon animals or sex blow up dolls. Like mm-hmm. that can be totally normal that's fine as long as it is not interfering with your life yeah and your relationships and your health and you're feeling healthy like there's nothing wrong with that it's Mm-mm. just something that you enjoy yep it's it just like the guy next door enjoying a fucking cup of coffee like it's the same fucking thing it's just something you enjoy i love that you compared it to coffee it's sex like, is yeah. like coffee because like have you ever had morning sex because like bitch that's better than coffee that's an espresso <laughs> that's literally an espresso i agree um, but yeah, no, I think sex can be compared to coffee in a lot of ways, but we won't get into that. <laughs> My mind is going. <laughs> you comparing it to coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like dark rose, light rose, <laughs> medium. <laughs> I like mine with a lot of creamer. <laughs> I like a nice light rose. I like a little creamer. sugar. They've got to be sweet, you know. That shot of caramel. Mm. Sea salt caramel, particularly. <laughs> sweet and salty, darling. Don't mind us. <laughs> We're in a new space. There's some new energy here. So we are kind of like all over the place today. It's fine. This has been fun. I'm thoroughly enjoying these new unscripted episodes. I don't even want to say new. Like, very in the beginning, a lot of these were unscripted. And... Getting back to those feels so much more like us than, like, these super researchy topics. And yeah. being able to, like, offer our own personal thoughts and, and the way that these interact with our lives, I think, is just, oh, it's so nice. Yeah, I even like the half and half. Like, I did do a little bit of research. I had, like, the definitions and differences between yeah. fetishes and kinks, but, like, we also have our own personal takes, takes yeah. on it. Clearly, I can compare sex to coffee, so that's my own take. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts or ways that someone could help implement or try out one of these fetishes or kinks? I think it starts with the communication. Like, especially if it's at 
like you're in a relationship, I think that's where it starts. But if you're with yourself, do the research. Like Alyssa and I do a lot of research when it comes to new things that we want to do or we want to try or places we want to go. Like I know Alyssa and I have talked about doing a trip to Costa Rica next year. Like we're not just going to be like, yeah, let's book a ticket, go get to Costa Rica and we'll find a hostel. Like, no, we're going to do our research. We're going to see what we want to do. We're going to, we're going to try to, you know, find different adventures and all that sort of stuff. We're not just going to dive in head first. So I think if you're doing this alone, do the research, like really research it and talk it out with yourself. And, you know, I'm a journaler, so I'm going to tell you to journal, like journal. How, how does that make you feel? What kind of thoughts do you have? Are you judgmental about it? Or are you open to it? Like that sort of thing, I think is where to start really, at least in my perspective. And then in a partner situation, communicate, be like, Hey babe, like, you know, I've been watching a lot of porn and like, you know, I'm seeing this, like, they're like doing this thing. Like, can we try that? Like I brought that to the table to my spouse and he's like, whoa, whoa, where did that come from? I was like, I was watching some porn the other night and she did that. So like, I just wanted to try it. You can do it all the time. And I'm like, yes, it worked. Like, you know, sometimes like my partner and I are very open in that way that like, if we see something, we're allowed to bring it into the bedroom once. And if the other person doesn't like it, it goes. But, it, like, if it ends up being something we enjoy, then it stays. Like, it, it's just understanding that, like, you're going to have things that are going to be yes and no, especially in a relationship. And even for yourself, you're going to try something and be like, oh, hell the fuck no. Like, I don't like those sucker, like, vibrators. Or, oh, my God, I love those sucker vibrators. Like, that's just a simple explanation. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me and my own personal experiences, when I was learning about, like, what fetishes and kinks actually were i did do a lot of research i think porn obviously was a source yeah to an extent yeah um i actually was watching i think it's a show but it was off of youtube and this woman who was interested um in learning more she actually went around the country and was talking to people about different fetishes about different kinks and she would actually try them out if she was comfortable trying them out, she would try them. If she wasn't, she could just, like, watch somebody else. But, like, you get to know, like, what maybe you find arousing. Like, you could yeah. look at a porn and be like, oh, yeah, like, I really like BBWs or public sex or, or MILFs. Like, whatever yeah. your preference might be. And you're like, wow, I didn't I didn't think this was going to be a- attractive to mm-hmm. me. But, like, I'm really into this. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, if you're... And here's something else I'm going to say. If your friends recommend something to you, try it. Because your friends know you better than you think you know yourself. Like, and it's crazy that, like, I'm saying that, but I, I just listened to a podcast the other day where it's two girls that are on this podcast, and she had been recommending to her friend, you need to look at lesbian porn. Like, you need to watch lesbian porn. Like, you're going to love it. Like, I'm telling you right now, you need to try this vibrator while you do lesbian porn. You're going to love it. Blah, blah, blah. And the girl just, like, refused. She was like, nah, I'm a much more manual girl. Like, maybe a little clit sim- sim- stimulation. Simulation. No, clit. Simulation. Virtual sex. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen the thing where, um, probably, total side tangent, but where you can lick the screen and taste what's on it? A, um, someone schnozberries. In, it sounds like schnozberries. Something. Someone in um, either. I think so, someone in Asia somewhere. I'm just gonna say Asia because I'm not sure where. I don't remember. Has produced and like made a screen that like if you put something on it, you can lick it and taste it. So it's like 5D or whatever because 4D uh, sure. has a smell and scent. There's like 3D is obviously the visual like it pops out at you. Yeah. I think 4D is like smell. 
So now we've got taste, which would yep. be five D. I guess that's interesting. Yeah, I I feel like there's some pros and cons. Yeah, so like we bad. were talking about this at work, and somebody was like, "Well, I think that that guy created that for other reasons, but we're not gonna get into that because that's not safe for work." And this is at a, the lunch table. There was probably like eight of us sitting around the table, and all of us were like, "Yeah, you're probably right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You- so it, it wasn't just to eat a burger. How do you? T- <laughs> How do you pick, though? Because everyone tastes different. <laughs> right. I know. And, like, how do you get the taste? Like, I'm I'm so intrigued. I want to do more, more research. I, like, didn't do any research. But, like, somebody mentioned it at work, and I was like, what? I was like, that's wild. So, like, if I wanted to eat chicken without eating chicken, I could, like, lick a screen. And I was like, that's wild. I'm going to be, like, sitting at a Starbucks in 2030 and, like, licking my own screen. Be like, mm, it's really good. Yeah, like, I want, I want to try. Oh, I want to I wanna try this new coffee, but I don't know if I'll like it. Hold on. Let me just. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like it. It's too tart. Let me try this one. Oh, yeah. Like, the sound that's effects. the one. <laughs> Justin's here for the sound effects. We got to give him a little ASMR. It's our best episode yet. Like, come on. But yes, I think exploring things and like taking advice from anyone outside of you is probably a good idea because this person ended up finally trying like lesbian sex and or lesbian porn and like using a more than just a clit stimulation and she was like, oh my god, girl, I loved it. She's like, I've been telling you for years, you didn't want to listen to me, and I was like. I think I'm going to agree agree and disagree. I think that if you find the person that, like, really knows you well, it's going to yeah. be, like, really helpful. But sometimes right. people are just, like, way off base. And, like, Absolutely. you yeah. know yourself best. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes it's also a vulnerability factor. So mm-hmm. take your time. Do some research. Maybe look at a few porn topics. Yeah. Because that uh, definitely gives you that visual aspect. Yeah, of, like, um, oh, that's what it's kind of going to be like. Yeah, okay. or read, like, a little, like, erotica, like a smut <sighs> book. And, like... Because sometimes you either hearing it vis- like visually, reading it, listening to it, yeah, um, you get that like vibe, and you can really feel like, oh, well, my heart is pounding, <laughs> and um, I get a little clammy, <laughs> feeling the thing. Well, I'm getting a little tingly down there. Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, but just know know your parameters and your boundaries, and if it do- doesn't feel like it's something that you're into, then that's okay too. Yeah, and like just stop doing it. Don't force yourself. Oh, well, if I keep going, I'll eventually get aroused. Like, no. Don't do that. Just, oh, I'm not aroused. Move on. Next one. Search the next topic that's on your to-do list to research and, and try that, that one out, you know? Yeah, and it could have conditions, too. It could be like, well, I really like looking at feet, but, like, I like painted toenails. Yeah. Or I like them in sandals. Or yeah. I like them in shoes. Like, you can get down to that specifics to yeah. where it works for you. I only like feet and socks. I don't want to look at your toenails. Like, all of those things. <laughs> Just picturing, like socks during sex <laughs> i've definitely had sex I've with heard, socks on i've actually heard good things though like the I've, friction about the socks if you're like against yeah. the bed is supposed to be really good <laughs> yeah I've, I've i've heard a lot of those things but when you just have good sex it doesn't matter if your socks are on or not this is true <laughs> if you're having good sex the socks on or the socks off are not going to be the determining factor if you come or not i'm just going to tell you that <laughs> like you are going to come regardless if you've got a someone or yourself that knows how to get yourself off. Yeah. I think the other thing is, like, dynamics. Because mm. 
you know, we did talk about BDSM, but, like, there's so many different types of dynamics that could fall under a kink or yes, a fetish. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so I would recommend talking to someone in that community. Yeah. And getting that interaction and, and the idea of what it is yeah. truly mm-hmm. and, like, all of the the good, the bad, the ugly that comes with it. Yes. Because um, there is all of that that comes with it. Yeah, and there's so many kinks that, like, I had to look up a few because I didn't even know. Mm. Which ones, like, what they were. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know there was a word for it. Yeah. But, like, what does that involve? Yeah. And then I had more questions, and I was like, it'd be really cool to, like, actually talk to somebody who's interested in this. Yeah, and see their perspective and understand it from the insider. There's people that are into, like, pony play or furries or, like, um brats yeah there's dominant and submissive there's there's so many different ones like so many so many different dynamics that i yeah you could have like a bodily function fetish you can have different role plays and there's so much under the role play oh my god so much but you may not know how to even begin to go about that yeah and like finding someone that knows a little bit more or could like help guide you yes and one only gives you support system to it but also two gives you really the knowledge and the helpful hints to like try it out on your own yeah and I think the other thing about like the kink and the BDSM communities is they're very open and they're willing to share with you like any information you need and they're a very welcoming community again I think this is why I need a safe space yes that I can just go in and ask what I think are like the craziest questions in normal society I really enjoy yeah and somebody will look at you and be like oh yeah I can answer that and you're like oh my god yes my answer and like somebody may you know especially when you get into that community you may have multiple people that have answers for you that are different and that just gives you and proves the point of everyone is different and like the viewpoints on what that dynamic is like for each individual is going to be very different mm-hmm. and we just need we need to be more open to accepting those yeah. things honestly i think sex needs to stop being so taboo yeah Agreed. And that's why we are here talking about this. Hence the sex series. Yeah, absolutely. Because here's the open dialogue. Let's talk about it and what it actually entails. Yeah. And and I'm sure even like what we've talked about is probably not the full extent of what sex really needs to be talked about. I think we're breaking the surface. I would love to get some guests eventually. Oh, for sure. And rediscover this. Absolutely. Redo this and, you know, when we have a studio or maybe some better mics. (laughs) All right. Do you have any other thoughts or comments on our topic? I don't. I really enjoyed this comment. Compen. What the fuck? Compen. <laughs> I don't have any other one, any other like tips or, or comments. I just really enjoyed this topic. I think this series has been a really great series, um, at least for you and I. Um, so I've totally enjoyed it. I did too. I really liked the scripted and unscripted moments. I think that there's still a plethora of things that can be learned. Yeah. Um, and we probably haven't even touched the surface, and yeah. I know that, but I think this is a great eye-opening series Absolutely. to kind of get you thinking about what actually is works for you in the bedroom. Yeah. All right. So our next episode is going to be Diving in Deep number three. Can't believe we're at three already. I know. Oh my God, it's crazy. 
So that is where we play We're Not Really Strangers, a card game where we ask each other very personal questions, and it is totally unscripted, and most often we cry. Yeah, uh, I think almost every single one we've cried. <laughs> one or both of us. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to take us out. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I hope you have the most beautiful of weeks, especially with this really nice weather. Hopefully you guys are having good weather as well. Um, and don't be afraid to be a little kinky.